Spinner. Welcome to another episode of Notebook, your guide to art, culture, and tourism here in Tokyo and Japan. I'm Stuart Monroe, and around this time each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll be sharing more local news and views. On today's episode, fireworks. But first, writing. Japanese author Seiji Morimura, known for works including the novel Ningen no Shoumei, or Proof of the Man, and his non-fiction work Akume no Hoshoku, The Devil's Gluttony, has died of pneumonia at a hospital in Tokyo aged 90. Morimura made his debut at the age of 32 after winning a reputation for essays contributed to magazines while working in a hotel. He subsequently won the Edgar Rampo Prize for Mystery Fiction in 1969, as well as the Mystery Writers of Japan Award in 1973. Ningen no Shome, published in 1976, is a social mystery that begins with a collection of poems left behind by a young black man who was murdered and highlights the dark side of post-war Japan. It was made into a movie, along with another of his novels, Yasei no Shome, or Proof of the Wild, published in 1977, which depicts a conspiracy over genocide in a remote Japanese village. The most infamous of his works, though, is the novel trilogy Akume no Hoshoku, first serialised in 1981, which claimed to reveal the existence of a group within the Imperial Army, which during World War II had experimented with biological weapons in China. The head of a man found dead in a Sapporo hotel earlier this month has been recovered from the home of a doctor, who was arrested along with his daughter on suspicion of murder. The head was discovered Monday during a search of the property in the Hokkaido capital, and police there confirmed the 60-year-old wife of the doctor was also arrested for allegedly tampering with a corpse. The police have been investigating the relationship between 29-year-old Runa Tamura, a 59-year-old psychiatrist father Osamu, and the victim, identified as 62-year-old Hitoshi Ura, who was found naked and headless in a hotel bathroom on July 2nd. The incident occurred in the Suskano area of Sapporo, known for its love hotels. Meanwhile, the number of visitors to Japan in the first half of 2023 returned to more than 60% of those who visited during the pandemic, highlighting the progress Japan has made to become tourist-friendly once again. Yet the country still faces many challenges, including a serious labour shortage in areas such as the hotel industry. Shinichi Inoue, president of All Nippon Airways, told reporters on Wednesday the recent demand in international flights has signalled there's light at the end of the tunnel for the Japanese tourism industry. Haneda recently welcomed back international flights to its Terminal 2 after three years, while the number of international flights operated by JAL is expected to return to around 70% of pre-pandemic levels by the end of this month. Tourism-related spending has also dramatically improved in recent months, helped by a weak yen. And finally, a giant maze made from 50,000 sunflowers has opened in the city of Tendo, Yamagata Prefecture, north of Tokyo. Himawari Mero, known as the Sunflower Maze, is an annual event held locally, creating a summer attraction on disused farmland. About 50,000 sunflowers, some growing as tall as 2 metres, were planted in a field beside the National Route 13. An opening ceremony was held on Monday, with students from two local elementary schools cutting the ribbon to celebrate the opening of the garden, and the roughly 500-metre-long maze is open free of charge and will be at its best at the end of July to early August. 
the 57th Katsushika Norio Hanabi Taikai, or Fireworks Festival, we turn to the east of Tokyo for the first time in four years. Setting off almost 20,000 fireworks in one hour, that's 13,000 more than in previous years. Held on the banks of the Edogawa River, near the Shibamata Baseball Park in Katsushika City, the firework display took place on an area of flat and open land, ordinarily used as a baseball ground and football pitch. But so many people turned out, we never made it that far. Instead, we hung back a few streets away and watched from a distance. We stood with hundreds of others, bringing this historic part of downtown Tokyo to life. Notebook looked on as people clung to lampposts, clambering to catch sight of the sky filled with an array of explosions, one deafening boom after the other. I'll be back on Friday. In the meantime, if you have any sounds you would like to hear or any thoughts you wish to share, send us a message. You can email the Notebook team, notebook.podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.